Well, I'm left play. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Sky Michael. Sky, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, George. Let's go. All right, let's go. Sky is an award-winning real estate leader. He's a speaker and author, coach, empowering others to unlock their full potential by leading with kindness. He's also the founder and host of a popular motivation and accountability group, 6AMers. Sky, excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Awesome. Well, on a personal level, uh, my name is Sky Michaels. I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I got two amazing kids, uh, uh, ten, Mackenzie's 12 and Hudson's 10. And I'm happily divorced. I have a beautiful uh, divorce situation. Great co-parent, Kristen. And uh, yeah, I got a little pug pickles. And uh, for what I do in my professional life during the day, I uh, am the head of agent development for a real estate company called Compass, uh, which we're a nationwide brokerage number one brokerage in 2021 across the country. And um, basically my job is to build, create uh, and deliver content to help real estate agents all across the country, you know, live a better life, sell better real estate, uh, you know, build a business in a way that really makes them feel empowered. Um, and then in addition, sort of in conjunction with Compass, but off to the side, uh, during the pandemic, we'll get into probably a little more of the background. Uh, I also created and launched an achievement and accountability group called the 6AMers. Um, and that happens every Tuesday and Thursday morning uh, at 6AM. We actually have two sessions, 6AM East Coast, 6AM West Coast. And that's sort of a passion project of mine because of the fact that I'm really, really passionate about making myself better. And in doing that, showing others how to make themselves better. I love it. What was... Uh... What was sort of the tipping point? You're probably somebody who's always gotten up early, somebody who's always yep. trying to consistently get better. And <laughs> yeah. you said, what was, what, yeah. what was it that made you put it together? So, uh, so yes, to answer that, that first part, I was a paper boy at the age of 12. So if you know anyone on this has ever delivered papers or received papers, that does not happen automatically. There's not like some machine that spits them out. That's actually human being having to get the papers, wrap them, put them in the bags, deliver them, et cetera. And I was 12 years old and that was my, my first job. So I was getting, I've been getting up early my entire life. In addition, I was on the crew team in high school and college. And if anyone knows crew, we always row in the mornings because that's when the water is calm. There's not boats out, et cetera. Um, so I've been getting them early my entire life for the most part. Um, and the, the origin of the six hammers actually begins uh, with the origin of the five hammers. So back in 2017, I was going through my divorce. And uh, it, despite it being amicable, it still was a very uh, major event in my life and major life change. And, you know, frankly, I was not in a good space. <laughs> it was, it rocked me. And one of my really, really good friends um, to this day, Jake Dreyfus, you know, helped me out. And he woke up early. He's like, hey, well, I'm going to wake you up every morning. Let's get up at 5 a.m. I'm just going to send you a text message and make sure you get up. So he started doing that. We, you know, everything slowly started turning around. I was working out again, eating right on top of my, my work life, et cetera. And we both looked at each other. That was really cool. What if we expanded it to more people? 
So in essence, to make a long story short, for about a year and a half or so, we ran the 5AMers and that was what we did. We woke up at 5AM, we invited some people from our office. Um, yeah, we hopped on some Zoom calls every Tuesday, Thursday morning, just to sort of keep each other accountable and keep everyone else accountable. And uh, it was an awesome thing. He moved to Colorado. I moved to Compass, like, you know, life happened and we sort of uh, sunsetted the group, so to speak. Um, life rolled on. And then all of a sudden, this little thing called the global pandemic happened. Mm. And March of uh, 2020, the world shuts down. And when the world shut down, you know, it, you're here at Compass and everywhere, really, you're sort of sitting at home you know, nothing to do, but uh, let's support our local restaurants. Great. Let's get takeout food. Oh, let's do a happy hour at four o'clock. Great. Let's drink a glass of wine, which turns into a bottle, which then at six o'clock, you're like, well, I have nothing else to do. Might as well open another bottle, et cetera. You probably remember George, the craziness of especially (laughs) those first two weeks. So I really was uh, frustrated at the fact that I couldn't control what was going on outside of my doors. But what I did recognize and realize is I could control what was going on inside of my doors. And uh, so what I did is I sent out an email to my office and said, hey, I'm going to start the 6 a.m. You know, 6 a.m., hey, it was a pandemic, so you didn't need to get up at 5 a.m. But 6 a.m. is really an accessible hour for most people, right? It's not so far <laughs> out of range or out of right. reach that it sort of opened the group up to more people. And it just started really within my my office in Philadelphia. Um, and then every month, I just kept on doing it and, and renewing it. More people found out about it. And uh, to make a long story short, to uh, where it stands today, we've had over 5,000 Compass agents participate in it. Um, we have a group in the East Coast, and we have a group that's uh, in the West Coast. The West Coast group, for the most part, does incorporate mountain and central time zones and so we sort of cover the entire nation and um, it's been an incredible experience just to be able to connect with people virtually now we're starting to develop some in-person connections as well which is it's been incredible so i love it i think that there's so much power in uh in in accountability so your buddy um i thought that i wrote his name down but your your buddy was was texting you and making sure that you know, when you needed a hand up or you needed a kick in the butt, uh, that, 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 that he was going to be there to help you. And that's something that, 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 that we all need, even the most disciplined people out there, uh, and need that every so often. Yeah. Well, and I think too, there's something that's, uh, powerful, just in the knowledge that there's other people waking up at the same time with a Mm -hmm. similar mission as you, so to speak, so similar drive and and just that knowledge alone is a level of accountability that most people don't have in their life and you know you get on a call and there's three or four hundred people on i mean that are all sort of going through similar challenges and issues and and um all you really are craving is connection connection is a form of accountability so because when you're connected with someone there is a sense that, hey, I'm going to show up for this person in a really powerful way. So that that really is where the group, um, the magic of the group lies in that ability to connect people um, and create accountability without hardcore, you know, it's not like you have a drill sergeant you know, calling you at 545 and say, hey, get up. It literally is that knowledge that, hey, I got three or 400 other people that are getting up. You know what? I'm going to do the same right now and show up for myself. I love it. I think that that's so powerful. 
And we're in a time right now where I think that some of us, myself included, have certainly feel, felt like I was being coerced into doing things that I wasn't necessarily yeah. interested in doing. What you're describing is the opposite. It's 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 yeah. it's it's that pull towards. It's the desire to be a part of something and not let others down that you've committed to doing. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, you know, a, a term, we actually have bracelets that say this term, we call it healthy selfish. Hmm. And uh, it's a term we've coined because of the fact that I think the key to life is really embracing being selfish towards yourself in a healthy way. Right. So it's not about like, all right, I'm going to hoard all my money. And, you know, like that, that's not what we mean when we say the word selfish. But for most people, you know, after 6 a.m., 7 a.m. and on, for the most part, the most of your day is other people's taking care of other people, right? It's other people's priorities. You're satisfying those priorities. And for the most part, very few of us take care of ourselves before we take care of others. And the reality is that's not going to change. Like, if, especially if you are a real estate agent, for example, like you're successful because you take care of other people. So given the fact that you can't really change that as a component of your success, what you can change is waking up a little earlier when the world is not awake, your kids, your spouse, your clients, whoever it might be that really needs you, they're not awake. So what it allows for you to do is really make a connection with yourself and you start your day in a healthy, selfish way, which means you're doing working out or you're reading or you're meditating or you're doing yoga or whatever it is that that fuels you and and builds you up with positivity and uh, sort of drives you, you get to do that in the morning when no one else is awake. And then the rest of the day can be other people's priorities, but you, in essence, you put on the oxygen mask first to take care of yourself first. So then when you show up to other people, you're showing up as your best self, not your most depleted self. And a lot of us go around, we wake up, and the first thing we do when we wake up is pick up our cell phone and we go to text, email, social media, and we're in other people's to-dos immediately, as opposed to waking up and connecting with ourselves and our spirit and our health and our mind and our body, right? All these things that we know we should do. But when you carve out that, that special time in the morning, Hence, you know, 6 a.m. And for sometimes for me, it's even before 6 a.m. Because at 6 a.m. I'm delivering the content. So sometimes I'm waking up before that to make sure I take care of myself. So I show up as my best version. I love it. I think that that's really well said. I'm fond of saying that either you live by priority or you live by pressure. And way too many of us fall into that trap that you talked about. It's like you roll out of bed, you pick up your phone, and then you're just running around with your hair on fire trying to put out everybody else's fires right. and you never recharge your own battery. <clears throat> so, right. so much wisdom. Yeah. Is this Can <clears throat> I'm sure you hear this all the time. Well, I'm just not a morning person. What do you say to that? <laughs> uh, my, so the you are what you decide you are, mm. right? If you say, well, I'm not an athlete, that's a decision. You, we're all, we're all born. Yeah. With yes, we're all born with certain genes and certain attributes. And yes, we develop ways that we feel are successful, but you get to decide what you are. Uh, so most people that say I'm not a morning person, most of the time they say that as a way to protect themselves, right? Our brain, our, our brain is still a caveman brain. Right. It's still operating 
constantly in a, in a state of protect. And if I say I'm not a morning person, what that says is I don't need to be vulnerable and put myself out there and risk failing at waking up in the morning. So I'm just going to go stick to my routine, even if it's not the healthiest of all things. And the reality is that every person gets to decide what they are. So if you decide you're a morning person, well, then you're a morning person. And the, the problem with a lot of people that say they're not a morning person, they've never created structure or routine or habits that they enjoy in the morning. They say they're not a morning person because they're waking up late and once again, immediately entering a stress environment immediately because they're waking up at 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning or whatever, maybe later, and the rest of the world's already running. So therefore, they don't like the mornings. Imagine a world. Now, if you the person that says, I'm not a morning person, well, what do you enjoy for yourself? Oh, I enjoy working out or I enjoy this. Most of those people don't do it because at the end of the day, you're depleted. Your energy is depleted. And the reality is your morning is, is a place where you get to fuel yourself and, and become your best version. Um, the end of the day typically is when you've been beat up all day. And typically when you're watching TV or you know scrolling through social media or answering emails, or maybe you're reading or doing something, but most of us at the end of the day is when we're mindless, right? And we're at our weakest point. The goal of, of the person that on this call that's listening that says, hey, I'm not a morning person, challenge yourself to say, I am who I decide I am. And you know, what? I'm, if you have a really late evening routine and you want to become a morning person or try to become, you got to adjust your evening routine as well. Because you can't, you can't get to bed at one o'clock in the morning and wake up at at. 5.30 and be healthy. Do you know what I mean? So you have to have that adjustment on both of the bookends. And the beautiful thing is we get to decide who we are, knowing us. But your brain is protecting you or trying to protect you and saying, hey, don't be vulnerable. Don't put yourself out there. You may fail at this. So use the excuse that you're not a morning person to not be put yourself beyond the quote unquote herd, right? Don't stick your neck out. Because of the fact that when you do that, you, you you risk failing at it, and that's okay. And I think part of it goes back into this mindset that we want to embrace failure. We want to embrace this idea that, you know what, every time that I want to wake up early and I don't, what did I learn? All right, I need to get to bed a little earlier, or I need to adjust my morning routine, or I need to not scroll on social media. I'm going to put my phone across the room. All right, I tried that. Oh, that worked. Great. So failure is not a bad thing. Failure is lessons, right? We didn't learn anything in our lives without failing at it and then adjusting and moving forward. So a lot of people that say they're not a morning person, they're right because they're deciding they're not a morning person. But so many people that have done the six hammers have said, I'm not a morning person, I'm going to try this. And then all of a sudden, three months later, they're like, what, what did I do before this? You know, why, why did it take me 50 years to realize the power of waking up early and, and taking care of myself. And it's changed lives because of the fact that people have made the decision to be a morning person or you make the decision not to be. So, and once again, for some people, maybe you make a decision that you're not a morning person and that's, that's okay. There's no uh, right or wrong to it. It's just, you got to evaluate, are you fully taking care of yourself in the evening 
the way you should. So I love it. I think everything you said really resonates with me a lot. Um, and I've, 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 I've experienced it personally as well. Um, it's such a powerful thing that you get to decide you have the choice. Like that's, that's an amazing thing. I think, I think it's a superpower that we all, that too, too many of us really squander because we just haven't really sat down and thought, what do I want my life to look like? And when I decide that, then I can choose and I can do things to actually bring it to life. And and often it's the thing that we are not good at is what the thing that we say we are not right. Mm -hmm. Once again, I'm not an athlete, so I shouldn't work out. I'm not organized. So I can't take care of my finances. I'm not a money person or I'm not a, whatever it is you say you're not typically that's the area of your life that you're struggling. And you're putting that. I am not this person as a way of protecting yourself and sort of protecting, you know, hugging yourself and saying, it's okay, you know, that you're out of shape, right? That's your brain sort of operating in, in the way it was designed to operate. And the key to life is us understanding that and then working with it. I don't want to say working against your brain, but understanding it and then being more powerful than your animalistic instincts are and recognizing like, Hey, I got the, why am I, I'm a human being. The reason I'm a human being is I have choice and choice to your words is a superpower. We get to choose our, our future. Yeah. At some level, I think we are probably working against it, right? You're working against that momentum or that inertia. I'm doing what I've always been doing. And so that's, that's how I arrive here. And I am by no means uh, smart enough to talk about neuroplasticity and neuropathways, but I've been told that we have these grooves that we just consistently follow. So in order to break free of that, we need to recognize it, which is what you've just been talking about, and then actually work to create new ones and stop doing the old ones. I think that that's an important thing for me. It's not, I've been waking up early for a long time, but that doesn't mean it's always super easy. It's still sometimes a painful thing to hit the alarm and actually get my butt out of bed. Yeah. And I think too, George, it's like one of the things we got to focus on is what can I do when I wake up that is fun? Hmm. Like if I can switch my mindset around, I'm going to wake up and like grind. No, like I want people to understand, like I want you to wake up and we're going to have fun. We're going to laugh in the morning. We're going to, you know, do the things that actually make us feel good. And I think that is a little bit of a mindset switch that is not sort of talked about enough. The key to life is really having fun and feeling good because that is when your energy is focused on that positivity and that good vibes, that's when you start to attract and you just start to like float through life, right? Where the mornings aren't hard anymore because you're like, wake up, you're like, Ooh, I'm going to go have fun with, you know, 300 people on a zoom call, or I'm going to go have fun doing yoga, or I'm going to go have fun reading this book, or I'm going to whatever, right. You insert that word fun. And, and to your point of creating new pathways in your brain, your brain is saying, Oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Therefore like, don't do it. You know, but when you say, Ooh, this is fun. Well, now you're like, Ooh, let's get more of this. Let's do more of this. Let's do more. And that's, I've been doing it now over two and a half years. And to this day, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to have fun today. I don't worry 
if I'm like not entirely sure the questions are going to ask the guest or I'm not worried if I messed up the email from last night and said the wrong thing or forgot to put something in. All I worry about, I wake up and I'm like, man, I'm going to have fun this morning. And when you insert that, that level of energy into what you do, it unlocks magic. I love it. That makes a ton of sense. So I shouldn't do the worst thing ever right right after I wake up. It's not going to be really an incentivizing thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> should be like, like I'm it. waking up to go torture myself. I got it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and once again, it's like, hey, if working out is not fun for you, then don't don't do working out in the morning. Like, what is it in your life that like is that fun thing or that that high energy activity that makes you smile? Right. If everyone on this call is listening and you're like, well, I don't know what it is I do that. Well, what is it you do that you wake up and you smile at, you know? And for, like I said, I have one person in the group that always six out. She said folding laundry was her morning routine. And the reason why is because it gave her a sense of control over her day hmm. that she was actually showing because she was also a professional and a mom. And it gave her that sense that she was being a great mom. And she was in control of her home, which allowed her then to go out into her personal life. And for her, she didn't like working out. So I was like, great, don't work out. You don't need to work out. If that's not for me, I like working out. Like I look forward to that. That's fun for me, but that's just me. So for her, folding laundry and making sure that house, like she knew before the kids got up, like she was a great mom, right? And now once again, we go back into this choice. She was choosing to tell herself, I'm a great mom. The laundry's done as opposed to saying, well, I'm going to wake up and start emailing and, and I woke up late and then get home and the laundry's not done. And the kids don't have uniforms for sports and now I'm horrible. And right. <laughs> so for her, it was all about inserting that level of control into her day. And, and that was what made her feel good and made her smile. Awesome. So think about what makes you smile and then do that first thing in the morning. You'll start to crave waking up early. Love it. Well, Scott, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people yeah. learn more about you? How can they engage with you with uh, awesome. Compass and the 6 AMers? Yeah, so uh, the best place is probably Instagram. Um, that's a great spot that you can get. We put out daily content uh, around positivity, motivation, and meditation, et cetera. So uh, it, on Instagram, it's at the, the number 6 AMERS. Uh, you can also go to our website, which is, uh, once again, the the number six amers.com. Um, and then uh, my, my personal Instagram is just at sky S K Y E Michaels M I C H I E L S. So that's a great, that's where that's a good spot where I put out a lot of content about myself and what I'm passionate about and, uh, and compass as well. Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Sky your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find them on Instagram at the 6AMers. It's at T-H-E, the number 6-A-M-E-R-S. That's for Instagram. And then also at, or rather, the 6AMers.com. And then uh, at uh, Sky Michaels, S-K-Y-E-M-I-C-H-I-E-L-S on Instagram as well. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Sky. Thank you so much, George. It was a great, great morning. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.